Hi, all. I'm Dan Smith-Rod, founder of the We Get Around Network Forum. Today is Thursday, March 9th, 2023, and you're watching WGAN-TV Live at 5. We have an awesome show for you today. Leverage the SuperViz SDK for Matterport and 3D models to supercharge collaboration. And we have two awesome subject matter experts for this topic. Superviz co-founder and CEO, Russ Rive. Hi, Russ. Thanks for being on the show again. Hey, Dan. Great to be back. Thank you. And Superviz Vice President of Engineering, Tommy Linderstrom. Tommy, good to see you. Good to see you. Thank you Thank for inviting me. You bet. Thank you for being our subject matter expert today on the Superviz SDK. Um, I, I thought for uh, for the for the for the benefit of our audience, we would just say that the first half of the show, let's assume that the WGAN-TV audience members are decision makers and product managers interested in how to add value to Matterport and other 3D models. Uh, so we're going to speak in everyday language that uh, that uh, CEOs and product managers can understand. And then for the second half, kind of a deeper dive for the benefit of chief technology officers coders, programmers that have been asked to evaluate how much tech resources will be needed to add these SuperViz features to Matterport tours and other 3D models, we'll speak geek, we'll speak tech. So uh, I thought before we jump into the SuperViz SDK topic, uh, Russ, how about just a kind of a big picture overview of SuperViz? Yeah, I mean, so the idea with Supervis is to make it really easy, you know, just using a web browser to meet inside of remote digital twins, whether they're reality captures, whether they're 3D models, but turn those typically single player experiences into multiplayer collaborative meetings, whether you're guiding, presenting, uh, selling something. And so how do we make that really, really easy for you to do and make it as easy as just sending a meeting link as you would normally, whether it's a Google Meet or a Zoom, you just click it opens up the whole 3D space, synchronizes with everyone, everyone gets inside, has a full video conference experience, but at the same time has an individual point of view, avatar, walk around, see where you're pointing experience. So kind of recreate the feeling of being somewhere together, but through a browser. And that somewhere could be anything from a reality to a projected reality of what people would like to build. So how do we make that really, really easy for people to do is the, is the general vision. Awesome, and that's whether the space exists even yep. before it's built to view it perhaps well, in a BIM model. Uh, yeah, the whole process really. Through, uh, yeah. the, the whole life cycle of a building at every, uh, perhaps e even in con uh, con weekly construction documentation in every phase of that of that build out to have. Yeah, I mean, it's a good point. I and mean, we, have, we have customers that use it through all those phases from, from the initial phases where it's mostly just internal meetings of architects and stakeholders uh, meeting inside of really simple, simple BIM models, walking around the space, commenting on it as if they're walking around inside of it. Then as they start rendering it out and start making it photorealistic to really get a feel with textures, they start using the tool then to uh, start presenting, maybe even pre-selling some of these spaces uh, or before they're going to be building, really get the feeling of it. And then once they start getting into the building uh, uh, phase of it, but this is during the construction, they're doing reality captures of the progress of the construction and having remote people be able to meet and walk the construction site. Uh, whether you're calling an instruction engineer or stakeholders, they can do remote construction site management and on-site meetings remotely. 
And then of course, once it's ready, then they do reality capture um, just to capture what it actually looks like in the sales process where they can now actually show it in the portfolio of what it actually came to. So this idea of meeting remotely dur during this idea of building out spaces um, goes from the whole process, all the way from the early design to right at the end, you're right. We did two uh, deep dive WGA and TV shows. I'm going to refer our viewers to uh, meet, present, collaborate inside Matterport tours via Supervis and AEC team meet inside your BIM models powered by Supervis. Both those shows, you can easily find them at WGAN.info forward slash Supervis on WGAN. So those were... Uh, deep dive demos of the front end and of the back end. And I think for today's purpose, that'll enable you to move faster with the understanding that you're speaking to uh, either uh, Matterport service providers that are in intimately understanding Supervis, but trying to take it to the, the next step, uh, uh, or the tech teams that are trying to do the evaluation to understand, well, how complex is it? Uh, or I should say probably how easy is it uh, to implement the Supervis SDK. Uh, I'd like to go over with you, Russ, on the, the, super, the Supervis SDK to make sure that we hit at least six things. Uh, Supervis SDK for immersive meetings, 3D viewer plugins, real-time data properties, avatars, broadcast, dashboard, uh, and really tease out what do those mean and then yep. what do they look like perhaps through some examples. Do you, you want to jump in on the, the Supervis SDK? Yeah, so the, the SDK is a really exciting product that we've released recently. So the, the, the two episodes you were mentioning um, where people can meet easily inside of BIM models or Sketchfab or uh, meta, existing Metaport tours, um, that's a product we call Instant Meetings. And that basically means anyone can sign up for account, drop in their files, drop in their Matterport tour links, their Sketchfab links, and then we'll host everything and take care of it. And you can just start generating your meetings and meeting inside of it. So we made it really easy. We did all the integration, turned it into a turnkey product. Now, what we started hearing from, from the market is people were saying, well, that's really cool, but I would like Supervis to work in this tool or that tool. Or we use Matterport, but we also use MP Skin to do all the extra things that it does. So I'd like to be able to present and work inside of the MP Skin project. Um, and so we started hearing that quite a bit and, and, a, and a light bulb went off. We said, well, how about we then um, create an, a software development kit, like a, an SDK that allows any tool out there, whether it's a, 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 a company using the Matterport SDK, creating their own tool on top of the Matterport SDK, uh, whether it's someone working with BIM models or any, any three-dimensional space. So how, let's take this technology that we've built internally to create the instant meetings and now offer the, the core technology so any company out there can take advantage of that through a web service. So if you, if you have a, um, any application that you think of that, that does viewing of 3D models, viewing of digital twins, viewing of reality scans, but it's really sort of a single player experience where you send a link and people go into it, which is more like a trip, typical Matterport uh, project or say just entering Forge to see Autodesk projects. Um, now with Supervis SDK, just a couple of lines of code, you can bring all those functions that we'd, you'd see in the instant meeting product that we had before, which includes uh, video conferencing, presenting, functions like follow me, gather people, that really help to show people where to go, avatars, laser pointers. You can even present uh, what we call broadcast mode. So you can go up to say uh, 230 people in a meeting where you have up to 16 people with avatars and webcams, but another 230 spectators, audience members following around 
where you can also activate the follow me, the gather, the jump to, all these, all these tools natively supported inside of our SDK. And so this is really exciting. So we, we, now, we, now we are able to enable anyone that has these platforms to take the, this, this next step in collaboration uh, to their platform where they don't have to invest all that time and energy and, and funds to try and build something like this, because it's really taken us a while and it's a lot of investment to do. Someone can now turn that on literally within a couple of hours to have a proof of concept, maybe two or three weeks to have, actually have something in front of their customers and then be up and running with, with the Supervis experience inside their product as a feature. Awesome. Do you want to take us for a deeper dive demo and maybe we start with immersive meetings and what that looks like? Yeah, well, let me, I'll share my screen here and I'll drop us in from my website. Okay. So it's similar well, to Russ someone is sharing his screen, I'll point out that you can go to superviz.com is the main website, superviz.com. And for the SDK, superviz.com forward slash SDK. All right, has my screen come up there? Okay, great. So th I'll just come to our, our website. So this is what you would see. As you're coming to supervision, you'll see very quickly it, it sort of divides into these two options. The instant meeting is what we talked about in the other episode. So if you're just an end user of Matterport or you have the models, you can go in here, create a subscription and go in and start meetings. What, we, what we're talking about today is what we re recently launched, which is the SDK. So now the, now the SDK, like I mentioned, allows you to bring this functionality to any, any tool that you have. So you can go through here and take a look at our documentation, which Tommy will get into in a bit. We make it really easy to do. Here are the features we quickly talked about, you know, the immersive meetings, the plugins. Now, what the, the plugins, we have think of it as we have the base SDK that takes care of this whole concept of video conferencing, synchronizing positions in that 3D space. And the plugins are just make it really easy for the most popular use cases. So we have a Matterport plugin, which means out of the box, it already works with Matterport SDK if that's what you're using. We have uh, a 3JS plugin. So if you want to go ahead and work with anything that is using 3JS, and we're going to have many other plugins coming down the line. We have the Forge plugin that's about to be released as well. And over time, we'll be adding other different plugins. And sometimes we just have to add examples as opposed to plugins because it's a custom development. We have examples being being built out right now with the Unreal Engine doing pixel streaming. You know, how could you turn that experience into a multi-person experience? Um, another interesting thing we have is what we call the real-time data properties. Now, if you think of Supervis, what we're doing is we have the synchronization uh, layer running in a meeting which similar to say in this meeting, it synchronizes like windows and share screens and mics and so on. But in Supervis, we take it to another level because we're synchronizing coordinates of everyone inside the space. We're synchronizing what they're looking at. We're synchronizing projects that are changing. So what we've done is we've exposed that, that synchronization engine to the developer where they can use that now to synchronize any property throughout the meeting. So if you have a custom application and say you want to synchronize, say you have an application for doing interior design, you, you want to change the color of a carpet. So you could use our synchronization engine. So if the host goes and changes the ca carpet color, you just tell our engine and then it automatically syncs it to everyone in the meeting. So it just keeps everyone in sync. That becomes really powerful. So people can sync pretty much any property amongst anyone inside the meeting. We've exposed that. Um, avatars, we've integrated with uh, Ready Player Me for the, for the defaults, but you can also add any avatars that you'd like inside of this. We really make it open. The dashboard is really cool because that's where you go. As a developer, you can see all the meetings happening on your platform, which customers are having how many minutes, limit people, know how to build them. Because what happens if you think of what we're doing here is we're turning Supervis, instead of an individual subscription for people to run meetings, we're turning it as a, as a web service for another company to integrate their tool. So at that point, uh, we're charging for, participa for participation minutes per person in a meeting. So how the customers end up charging uh, their customers 
is up to them. And the dashboard is really useful for that because that's where they can see exactly who's using how many minutes and so on. It's the, it's the back end view into this engine of how people are using your application. Um, <clears throat> so I've talked about these things. Let me go ahead and show an example, for example, of, of, um, of what this looks like. So, you know, once you log into your developer and Tommy will get into this, I'm not gonna get into the te technical part of it, but basically you sign up for an SDK uh, developer account, and then it gives access to the GitHub and that basically the code and you can download and start running these, these examples. Um, and if you know what you're doing, you can literally do that within a couple of minutes, you know, download an example. And then, so we've done a couple of examples here in this library of examples, we're gonna, get, we're gonna keep expanding, but it's a nice way for people to just really quickly just see how it works. So I'm gonna go ahead and, and start a, Start an example here. Uh, I'm going to put in my name. Uh, you can see that. So it's just basically a, a demo of that. I'm going to copy the meeting. It's already generated a meeting link for me. Um, and you have the code to this whole example if you want to do it yourself. I'm going to send this in the background here to Tommy. So uh, he'll come in and join me there. Uh, let me know if you got that link there, Tommy. I think you got it right. So I'm going to go ahead and start this meeting. Yes. And it looks very much like a video conference. And I think, keep in mind that this is a, 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 an implementation of a UI. When you integrate this into your product, it looks as whatever you'd like it to look like, right? Uh, I'm gonna mute my mic so we don't have two microphones uh, running at the same time here. And then you can see here we have the default avatars. And again, this is just the default that we're putting here. You can use whatever avatars you'd like uh, in your SDK. And now, it looks very similar to the instant meeting experience, except keep in mind that all this is totally customizable, where these buttons are, how the layout looks, all these elements you have access to the code, right? In this case, I'm doing an example of a digital twin reality scan using Matterport. Okay, so we've loaded that up here. You can see Tommy's come in here. He looks very much like a video conference environment. Everything you, you'd expect from that. As a host, I can uh, change the screen. I can have them follow me. I can say, say, gather all as I go around the place, I say gather, Tommy will come over to where I am. I can put, add the follow me function, all that stuff you saw from the instant, uh, instant meeting. In this case also, we've got an example here where we can change meetings, so uh, change projects. Um, and so when you have the code, you can right away just put your own projects in there and start changing between them. But it's just to show you how quick and easy it is to get up and running. And so in this case, whereas previously, this would be just an example of Supervis, at this, now yeah, it's all open source. So you, you get the GitHub, you can see this example running, you can see how it is, you can tweak it, you can start adding your logos, you can change your UI, you can move things around, um, you know, but it just shows you how quick and easy you can have this learning up on your own environment with your own application in a matter of really under an hour, if you know what you're doing um, using our documentation. But you can see here we are. Now we turned it, a Matterport tour into a multi-person avatar video conference meeting. <clears throat> One of our customers that are that is actually has this in in production already that that I'd like to highlight is uh, MP Skin. So their whole platform is now also supporting Supervis. So they've gone and used the SDK and got it up and running. They were part of the beta period, and they actually launched it to their customers before the final release because it was it was so stable and so popular within their platform. And so the, all the all the, the MP Skin features would be then on top of all the stuff that you have in here in Matterport with Supervis integrated. So it's it's really exciting to see people bring this. And this could have been a 3D model, a BIM file, a Sketchfab, it's, it's 3JS. Um, you can use it basically for, for anything. If you, if you want to create a video conferencing system with spatial data on top of your app, we, we, we take care of all the, all the heavy lifting for you. All the stuff that you would have to figure out how to do, you can then get, get that up and running really quickly. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's quite simple. So there's not much more to show here. Uh, I'm going to stop sharing, but it, um, you can see how, you know, it's very similar to the instant meeting experience, except now you can do whatever you'd like and then add it to your program. Uh, cool. Was, before we go into a, a deeper dive with Tommy, was there anything else that you wanted to cover in an overview of the Supervis yeah. SDK? So with the, with the Supervis SDK, we want to make it really a no-brainer. So if you if you were thinking and consider if you're considering adding adding multi-user collaboration with video conferencing to your to your application, which is becoming more and more important these days, if you look at most of the applications are going that way. You have Figma, you have Miro, you have all these application uh, notion, everything is becoming multi-person real-time interaction. So it, it really, if it's not on your roadmap, it's something you really should be thinking about. Um, how do you bring multi-person collaboration to your platform? And so, so in this case, we want to make it just super, super, super simple. If you if you start doing the math of should I hire, you know, whatever the six engineers, get them up and running for a year, maintain all this code, it just doesn't make any sense. Where you could be up and running. Uh, in a matter of days with a proof of concept, in a matter of two or three weeks in a, in, into your production environment, um, really for free from our point of view, because we offer the starter package, we offer anyone that wants to use the SDK a thousand free minutes a month. So every month it's a thousand free minutes. So if you're in your development phase, you're busy testing it, you're showing it to a couple of pilots, you're not going to hit your thousand minutes a month and there's zero cost for you. After that, it's really affordable. You know, it's $99, 5,000 months, 5,000 minutes, and then enterprise gets to 50,000 minutes. And it gets to the point where it's just really, really affordable without you having to do any any team or, or development investment. So just to, to clarify, uh, if you're ready to get started, you'd go to superviz.com forward slash SDK. You'd set up a free account that has a free SDK account that has the first thousand minutes free uh, in order to build it out and all the pricings on the website. So if you want to just hit the pricing tab. Um, we've been talking a lot about Matterport, but just to clarify, uh, the solution that we we just looked at, Supervis integration within Matterport within uh, a third party um, cloud software such as MP Skin and Overlay for Matterport mm -hmm. tours. Uh, we've been looking at Matterport, but this everything that you just showed us works equally as well in any 3D model, any BIM model, any CAD file, uh, any absolutely. State. Uh, example uh, even even something that's just two-dimensional even if it's just you just want to be syncing properties we, it's a really powerful sync engine in the background so even if you're doing something in two dimensions and you want to add collaboration say it's a layout software that you want to do it's a floor plan designer even in two dimensions it's um it's a really powerful sdk to create collaboration and synchronize properties between meetings Russ, I, uh so i have uh, maybe you could speak to um, Supervis versus maybe Zoom and like, okay, I'm I'm using Zoom and I'm using Matterport or I'm using Zoom and CAD files and I'm I'm doing my meeting. That's how I'm doing my meetings now. Right. Well, so if you why, if you had a why should I switch? Yeah. What what also, are the advantages Zoom. of integrating yeah. the Supervis? Uh, meet, present, collaborate uh, experience yeah. within the the 3D model ver versus sharing via Zoom or some other uh, platform. There's, there's a pretty fundamental difference, right? So Zoom is not really aware of the content, right? Zoom is a pure video layer over top, up top of between people and on top of a shared screen. 
there's no integration into the, fun, the actual content that's happening behind it. There's no integration into the application. So if I'm sharing my screen in Zoom. It's not, it's just purely doing a, another video stream as if it was a webcam. It's really oblivious to actually what is the application. And so what, what Supervis is, it's really, about, it's really about bringing collaboration into the application. It's about adding collaboration to an application. It's not about just doing video conferencing. So if you want to present a place, if you want to give individual point of views in walking through a space, you can't recreate walking through an apartment that you're trying to sell in Zoom together. What you do is it becomes a very passive experience. The person's doing a screen share. Screen share by nature can be pretty choppy and low resolution because you're streaming that in real time. Um, our point of view is that you want to take everyone to the apartment and then just control as they're walking around. So everyone has their own point of view. Everybody can point to things individually. Everybody's running the application individually in, on each of their platforms. Um, so it's a, it's a fundamental difference of we, we bring the collaboration inside the platform and, and it, it's really important what the application is. What is the software running? Because that's where the integration happens. Whereas Zoom or any video conferencing is just a pure webcam layer on, and they don't really care what the content is behind. It's a, it's a, it's a very big, and there's no, no concept of say synchronizing properties, uh, synchronizing projects, loading things remotely. It's a, it's a very different way of looking at the world. If you create an application that has uh, multi-person interaction where each person's running a version of the app at the same time, whether it's to visualize or update, uh, then Zoom isn't really a solution. It's not designed for that. Whereas we really designed to bring multiple people into the into an application together with a with a sense of presence. Yeah. Uh, my my sense also is Supervis is is super smooth versus perhaps a Zoom that's super latent. And and all of a yeah. sudden everything starts to feel kind of kludgy about trying to share, and I don't know why that is, but I just have the sense that trying to share a Matterport space using Zoom is is simply the, not the right tool for. Well, if, yeah, if you think what's happening, right, when you're sharing a screen and Matterport, especially if you're doing a tour of a screen share, that screen's moving a lot, so it's a lot of pixels and it's streaming. What, what Supervis is doing is we're loading the model individually in everybody. So everybody's rendering the perfect image locally on their computer, and we're just sending coordinate data. So little streams of variables going back and forth. So the data to do that is so much smaller, and it's very accurate. There's no, there's no choppiness in the data. So if I move to another spot, then I'm just saying Russ moved to another spot. But the actual individual rendering is picture perfect because everyone is running their own visualizer. So that's, that's a, part of what the magic of Supervis yep, is that exactly that you're you're actually transmitting very very little data, uh, which means everyone has their own view of a Matterport space, uh, yep. and the only thing that's being pushed to everyone is is the nuance of uh, maybe the avatar looked left or looked right or pointed up or down, which is very uh, presumably very little data, and therefore uh, it's not doesn't have this overhead of slowing down and dragging that experience. Exactly. Very similar to say these very, these modern video games that look so realistic, but yet you're playing with 30 people in the game at the same time. So the reason why that looks good is everybody's rendering their own video game. You're not streaming the video game. What you're streaming is just tiny little numbers back and forth between the people that synchronizes it. So it's a very much thinking of video conferencing, like an, like an immersive video game, and not just video streams. Okay. So. Uh, I'm going to ask you the same question again before we go to Tommy from a marketing standpoint from uh, this is why I should add 
the SuperVis mm -hmm. SDK experience to Matterport in particular or to other 3D models in general? Is there anything else to add before we uh, yeah. do a deep dive I, I really believe that this is a feature that's that's low cost, quick to implement, that adds a lot of value to your platform. And whether that value is differentiation, whether it's retention, whether it's a revenue opportunity, so you can charge more for a, for a premium service, where you want to in incent people to say upgrade to a better package, which includes this, um, it's a it's a it's a really good way to increase customer satisfaction, great super fans, and uh, increase value. And how you want to use that value is up to you. Yeah, I think during the our our deep dive in the Matterport uh, experience, we talked about how uh, maybe Matterport is a a tool, but Matterport plus Supervis is actually a solution. And when you right. get to that solution, all of a sudden you really do have a way to have fewer people travel, which means you're starting to save a lot of money. You're saving a lot of time. Uh, you're enabling things that weren't possible before when people were traveling because traveling means you need to plan in advance and you may need to do something today and so yep. uh being able to uh, meet present collaborate uh with that presence within a 3d environment means you might be able to save time save money uh, reduce headaches pain uh and i and i think one of those words that we used a lot during those two other shows was rework uh, be, because when things get out of control, particularly in, in construction, the, the later you catch the problem, uh, the more exponentially yeah. the, the, the cost of fixing that problem becomes. Yeah, exactly. And in supervision, you have context. You are pointing at something as if you were there. It's like this wall needs to change. And there's a, there's a record of someone actually saying it and pointing at something. Um, right. And even the spectator, even the person that you're the guest is also looking around. So it's not just a so a, a very passive stream of information. Okay, awesome. So Tommy, uh, I'm a chief technology officer. I'm a CTO. I just got promoted to uh, some app that is a overlay of Matterport. Uh, I've been asked to uh, by my CEO to evaluate uh, how easy it is to implement uh, the SDK, the, the SuperViz experience within Matterport models in particular, within any kind of CAD model, 3D model in general. Uh, uh, speak to me, uh, uh, tech to tech. Uh, what what is it that I'm what is it that I'm going to ask you that I need to know in order to implement the Supervis SDK as a as a tech person? Well, yeah. Uh, first thing is, of course, that um, it is web based, so everything is to run in a browser, of course. Um, uh, essentially, our SDK is uh, is an overlay on any content inside of a browser. So you can initialize our SDK, and it is an overlay that uh, is an iframe for the the camera feed, uh, and then connects to uh, the content that you have on your screen. Do my so users need to download anything? Do they need to? There is no download anything? at all. No, there is no download at all. And the way like. When we started this uh, this project, the, the main we we had like a few goals or, or a few things that we really wanted to achieve um, uh, by having this this one. And and the first thing was that it should be easy and uh, and quick to implement. So very much out of the box with as few as few lines of code as possible. I would say. Um, 
saying that, of course, it's important that we create a SDK that has the flexibility that uh, the companies need to be able to 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 work in any kind of web application and also being able to to function within the UEX experience for the for these uh, tools because okay. they is, are already is this, exist. Is this JavaScript? Is it something else? Yes, but you can like. Uh, you can actually any kind of JavaScript, any kind of front-end technology would work for this, this SDK. It's not uh, limited to any kind of a, a specific language or anything. So you can do it in React, uh, in JavaScript Pure, whatever you want to do, actually. That's no limitation on that. Um, so uh, uh, the idea is really to, to be able to get it up and running very fast with uh, very few lines of code. Uh, very little limitations and really start from there. Um, that's Let's kind focus, of this. If, if we may, uh, on Matterport first. So yeah. uh, how how hard, how easy is it to get started uh, with Matterport? Yeah, so 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 our uh, our SDK consists, you could say, of uh, three uh, main components. So we have a meeting overlay. Then we use plugins and we use the real-time data engine that Russ mentioned earlier. Um, Why don't you show the documentation, Tommy? There's some there's some images that show. I'll show that. Yeah, I'll bring it up. Um, so the idea is that. Let me oh, as Tommy's up. bringing up his screen, if you go to supervis.com forward slash SDK, uh, uh, there is a, a tab for resources that's going to take you to. Uh, doc.supervis.com. I think that's where uh, Tom, uh, Tommy is headed right now. The documents. Uh, yes. So, so can you yes. see my screen? Yes. Great. Just moved over. And just again, yeah. to clarify for our viewers, uh, Tommy is at DOC. Uh, excuse me, is it DOCS? Yeah, DOCS. Yeah, it's, like, it's docs, docs.supervis.com. So here, this is this is our documentation. And, and, and again, the purpose is really uh, to be very clear in our communication on how to implement this and show how easy it is. So here, uh, you can see right away when you come in, we, we show the architecture of, of how this works. So you have your application, um, you add the meeting overlay, we have uh, you have access to our real-time data engine and then you can use plugins if needed the plugins are again uh something that we now launched the metaport the 3js the autodesk is coming soon and further down the line we'll have other technologies that we will bring in uh that we see is being used in the space excuse me tommy just to clarify where it says autodesk that that will be an autodesk forge plugin that is yeah yeah they don't call it forge anymore so they actually call it uh autodesk uh well i can't remember but it's uh they changed the name but that is actually the viewer that that is their development kit that they use okay. um, and so the key thing about that autodesk viewer is that i want to say uh russ from our previous show that there was at least 60 different formats that Autodesk yes. supports. So whether yes. you're working in Sketchfab or Revit or FBX or IFC or uh, whatever it is, it's likely supported by Autodesk. How, yeah, the Autodesk I, platform services, they do, it does, it's, the nice thing about it is they've solved 
to be able to load, like you said, 60 types of different file extensions wow. for 3D models. And then Tommy, yes. is uh, Thursday, March 9th, 2023. Uh, uh, what month in 2023 are we talking about for that Autodesk plugin to be working? Uh, so we are looking at a timeline from about six weeks from now that we will launch the, the Autodesk plugin. Uh, okay. the platform. So, so it's all this platform services. Is okay. the new one. So by so it's, 30th, for sure, that's going to be working. Rust, do you want to say something an, different on that? You see well, just the idea of plugins in general, if you think of plugins, it's kind of similar to examples because any these plugins aren't something that someone else couldn't build. You, you know, the idea is that from the plugins to the right, that, that area there is totally, you can do anything you want with the, with the platform. Really, the, the core tech is is that middle bar, the Supervisor SDK. We, we're creating these plugins just because it's, you know, anyone could have built these. It's almost as if we're doing examples and we want to make it faster and easier for people that happen to be using the Autodesk platform services or Matterport or 3JS. And so it's it's a part of the SDK, which is just accelerates the development. But yeah, um, yeah. I, I would it's, not, it's not that you couldn't use it for any of these that's, that's missing there. Not that you have to wait for a plugin because anybody can make a plugin. Yeah, with the, the core tech is really the SDK. That that said, I I would imagine uh, the addition of the Autodesk feature plus Matterport plus three dot JS the JavaScript uh, would probably cover ninety five percent of all the end use cases today. Yeah, it it does. The initial ones, they, I would say, the early the early adopters, we are starting to see interest interest from people that are doing things like Unreal Engine pixel streaming. Uh, even people that are doing two-dimensional tools that they've written from scratch, which 3JS is great for because it already kind of has some integration with that. Um, so yeah, we're excited to really see where people take this because the SDK, okay. if it, we, these plugins are related to where the, the instant meetings that we used to, that we have, uh, the market seems to be gravitating towards. But if you think of the SD, the supervised SDK, it really is much more of a joker card. I mean, you can there's so much that can be done with it that we're excited to see where people take it. You could, for example, use the, the supervised SDK to create a video game. You know, that you could you could do anything you'd want with it because we take care of the whole hassle of having the sync engine, having the meeting overlay, having all that stuff is just taken care of in a package. Yes, I I would say though for for our audience, uh, uh, WGAN TV, uh, we get around network forum. Uh, primarily interested in uh, Matterport integration. And then second, probably, I would probably say is is Revit and BIM model yeah. integration, yeah. maybe sketch. And that is where we've seen well. the early interest, you're right. Yeah. Uh, okay, Tommy, back to you. All right. Yeah, so, so the idea is, so um, uh, through our previous uh, work with exactly uh, Autodesk, previously called Forge, like that to, to really to create that plugin and, and, and the complexity of injecting objects into um, their API, et cetera, we've been through that. And that's why also the plugins are very powerful because then, you know, they don't need to do that. The same thing for Metaport, the, the, whoever will implement this. So, so the idea of these plugins is that we really get, we move forward as quick as possible um, uh, so they can get this up and running. And um, and, and it's really in, in here, we have the full documentation. So I'm just going to show you a very simple, um, essentially, uh, and this could get a little bit technical here. but Which is perfectly uh, fine. Reminder, I'm, I'm wearing my CTO hat and I'm, <laughs> I'm, keep, I'm keeping up with you. So go for it. All right. So uh, 
as I mentioned in the beginning, like one of the one of our goals with this was really to create something that you could implement with as few lines of code as possible, like really to get it up and running. And uh, of course, there are uh, stuff around it, but like the main engine for this for this SDK is really this amount of uh, this amount of code. So it's very um, really quickly quick to get up and running really like fast you can uh, even go to uh, our github you can download uh, one of our examples you could see it you you add in your developer token and you would really be able to have it running inside of your own application really fast so that was the idea um so in here we have again really trying to being able to get up and running as fast as possible but also really create the flexibility in this um in our sdk so you know we keep adding parameters uh functionality etc to this uh to our versions we, we we try to launch uh new versions like every week every other uh, week with updates it could be a new method it could be uh listeners it could be um features to the camera overlay whatever but really continuously updating um, this uh, the, uh, the source code. And so people can go in here and follow this. Um, furthermore, of course, we have uh, an API connected. And that is really where you can go in and, um, and you can get data out of our uh, database. So you can, uh, you can go in and, and get meeting data, meeting stats, etc. So if you have a dashboard on your end, you don't have to use our dashboard that I'm going to show you soon. You can create your own. You can figure out how many minutes uh, a group of uh, customers that you have, how many minutes they spend, so you can build them, et cetera. So we have an API that's connected to that as well. Um, so yeah, it's really uh, our key concepts, I think, to get started is really important. I think uh, as this is uh, fairly new, space for, for many people. Uh, we're really trying to to specify anything that we uh, that we work with uh, that we speak about every day inside of Supervis and maybe uh, not everyone really uh, understands what is a plugin etc etc. And so we're really trying to specify any uh, of these subjects uh, well in our um, in our documentation. Okay. Um, I heard you say that the code is hosted on uh, GitHub. Is that correct? Yes. Well, we have uh, everything is on GitHub, of course. So um, we so, use GitHub not only for our uh, SDK. Um, other than that, we use it for our example. So you can also go in and check it out. Uh, the, the the how we implemented Supervis in different scenarios. Um, so we have like a long list of ideas for inspiration for, for companies, what they can do. And so uh, next week we are planning to, to go, uh, we, we're gonna send out a, an example with walking avatars inside of uh, IFC models. Um, it's, it's like a playground for us, but it's a good opportunity for us to really share how you can use our SDK. That's kind of- Okay, good. so uh, you're, you're on GitHub. Does that mean you're using the ticketing system there as well if uh, I, I have some tech questions. I want to speak to, to my counterpart. I can submit a ticket uh, uh, through GitHub. Exactly. So um, really from the beginning of when we started out this project, we really wanted to be close to the companies who is going to develop this. And uh, so we had, as Russ mentioned, we had like a pre-release phase where we invited a bunch of companies that helped us out 
not only to give uh, feedback, uh, but also to give like feature requests, et cetera. Um, and this is really how we're planning to move forward with this. So we use GitHub, uh, their ticket management system, um, they call it issue management, but it's really where they can raise uh, questions and they can give uh, feature request feedback etc because that's really what brings our yes so uh, if I'm product used to, forward if i'm used excuse me if i'm used to using github for feature requests that that whole process yeah. that's implemented for supervis as well so i don't really have to send off an email to somebody nope just uh exactly. post uh, here's a wish list uh, I, i'd like to be in unreal engine doing whatever whatever it is that, that i want to do in unreal I want yes, to point out, exactly. even we even have a we take the support to the next level. If you're an enterprise account, we also have a, sh a shared Slack channel where you have direct access to the developers. And yes. so it's not just tickets and emails, but you're actually in a real time chat if you have any questions. We really want to feel like we be we want customers to feel like our our development team is part of their development team. And so we create a shared Slack channel for real time communication. We we really are serious about making it easy to communicate. Okay. Yeah, and trying to be as transparent as possible. Like we even share like our uh, roadmap, et cetera. Like so, everyone can really follow like what's going on. But that's kind of the idea that we believe that you know we get the best end product. We're really working closely together with these companies who want to implement Supervis. So essentially, you can see on the on the Supervis GitHub board that if Unreal has been proposed as an idea that it's been moved to uh, implementation that you can actually see it's on the on the technology roadmap for Supervis. It's, it's, it's not a mystery, exactly. it's all posted. You can see what's coming, what features are coming, what features yes. have been requested, whether those features have been approved for uh, implementation. Exactly, and that's how we created like the, 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 the what we're working now in like our current um, uh, the, the, the Q1 is really based on feedback, like from uh, pre-release um, that we are hopefully going to uh, release, you know, uh, soon and, and 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 frequently. But that's the idea, really, to 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 be tra as transparent as possible. Uh, Tommy, uh, what other questions should I be asking you about how easy it is to implement Supervis SDK? Uh, is there anything in particular about the API that you want to talk about from a te te technical standpoint? Is there anything else in terms well, of SDK? I think maybe uh, I would like to show maybe just like how the dashboard works. So I can just, if I can share my screen again. Yes, that'd be great. Uh, again, while Tommy's setting up, you can go to superviz.com forward slash SDK. The uh, uh, documents we were looking at were at docs.superviz.com. Exactly. So so like when you create an account, you come in here and you want you you set up your account and you're gonna go get to getting started where we link you to the docs, uh, to our GitHub, et cetera. So that's like um, really trying to guide you to get as much information you need uh, as quickly as possible. When you have it uh, up and running on your machine uh, or locally, you will actually be able to see if you had a meeting, we have stats coming in here for, uh, this is our test dashboard we have here where you can go in and see, oh, we had this amount of minutes uh, yesterday. Um, we use groups, as I said before, we, uh, to segment your users as a company. So uh, that is quite important. 
Uh, we have like a last uh, five minutes and you can then go into details in our meeting tab here and get like more, more information of these meetings. You can filter them per month, et cetera. Um, for the developers, uh, we, of course, we use developer token. So that means that, which is a secret, that um, uh, that is our identification of you and who the company is. We expose that inside of the dashboard here. Uh, we use whitelists, so actually, um, so they need to whitelist their, their domain. Um, so we have that functionality and we uh, just uh, started to implement the webhooks, so um, that just got launched. Um, and yeah, so uh, this is like a regular dashboard that you, you know from, from uh, other similar uh, technologies where you go in and usually it is the developers that would go in and, and, and take a look at these things and then maybe they would use our API to then create their own dashboard on their end in their yes. Is there anything else that you want to show us? Um, no, I think that's it. Okay. Um, so I, I did mention that, that I'm a chief technology officer. I promoted myself. <laughs> which means I like to code and I like to develop. So, you know, give me the pitch from a, from your perspective as the chief tech, as the vice president of engineering of, of Superviz, why I shouldn't just go build this myself so that I don't have to be on a paid plan. <laughs> Show them the scar tissue, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, even as Russ mentioned, it, you know, there is really, um, these things takes time. It, it requires a full development team. Like if you just take if you just take video conferencing as one tiny part of, of, of our SDK or a, a part of the SDK, I would say, uh, that's not the, that's not something you just go ahead and do. There are so many things you need to consider regarding connection, regarding uh, meeting settings, uh, devices doesn't work on Safari, this works on Safari, like all these things. Um, people really get surprised, like how long time this, uh, how long this, this takes. Um, I'm sorry, and you, also, still, you, you still haven't convinced me. Why, why shouldn't still I, just, haven't, I still haven't convinced myself? you? Um, For a large company, so, we, we, we got a ton of developers, uh, yeah. you, you know, what, why don't we just go develop that, uh, the, the, functionality of Superviz ourself rather than relying on the Superviz SDK and, and uh, API. Well, I could respond right. by saying that with a Superviz SDK, you'll be up and running in a week and you, it'll never, you'll never do it cheaper. Like unless, unless you are the scale of like a massive company, which yes. you know, like at the top 0.001% of the world, maybe they can, they, it was worth it for them to do it. But for everyone else, it's not going to be worth it. Even if you're running at million meeting minutes per month, which means you're a big, that still doesn't pay for an engineering team to do this. It just yeah. doesn't make sense. It's like building your own power station because you want electricity at home. It's like, doesn't make sense. I was thinking of doing that. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the, the, thing, the thing about it is that, um, and this is very much from our experience working in this space for the last few years is, as I said, one part is the video conference, then you have 3D. So that's like a whole different type of developer you need at that point. They need to speak to each other, the whole 3D part, like Matterport SDK, um, uh, Forge API, uh, et cetera. Like how do you inject 
avatars, how do you move them around? All these things, again, speaking to each other, the whole logic behind it, uh, spinning up a, a, a sync engine, et cetera. As Ross said, like that wouldn't really be worth it. So, so these things is really what you get off the shelf, really, really easy and uh, to a fair price. Well, the, the, the real-time engine doesn't seem like it would be all that hard to build. Um, you can say mm, if you build it as a single instance, no. But the thing is that what, what we take care of is the whole thing together working as a whole. That means that already when you're in the meeting, we already know who is in the meeting. They only speak to those to other people in the meeting. So the whole logic that you have, uh, that you would have to create yourself, it's out of the box because you simply just really subscribe to uh, our engine and you create listeners and that's what you do so you just listen to events you get them you parse them you do whatever you want or you send these messages and that's being taken care of inside the meeting um out of the box before we go back to russ did you want to show us your scars russ had talked about you had some scars <laughs> I think I had one here and then uh, I lost some hair as well. <laughs> so uh, really, if uh, as the chief technology officer, if I wanted to go build this out from scratch, this could take me years. It would take me tons of team time. And then I have to maintain it as exactly. different platforms change. Yes. And you're, it's an exactly. opportunity cost. So you, you, you're not... You're deciding to work on something that's being commoditized instead of building a unique feature inside investing your time and building a really big differentiator. I mean, you got to make these decisions. So, yeah. And it's really strategically, it's really, it doesn't make sense. And, and the idea is really with, with this SDK is that they will build it on an already existing platform most of the time. And this is what the companies already are focusing on. So you have, again, let's say MP Skin that is, uh, that is uh, already implemented. They already have their platform. That's what their team is focused on. That is really the core, what they, uh, what they spend their time on. If they add another, this whole layer of doing that, that just adds the uh, to the complexity. And that's really what um, we're trying to solve here. Awesome. Uh, uh, Russ, uh, going back to you, I, I, I think I have two final questions, uh, maybe three. Uh, first, um, so I'm still deciding whether to add this, these core features of Supervis even to our platform. Uh, do you want to give me one more pitch about why it's super important to add immersive meetings and real-time data properties uh, to a Matterport tour, in particular, a, a 3D tour, digital twin in general? Yeah. I mean, basically, it's about collaboration. So do you want people having individual experiences inside of your application, or do you want to have the network effect of having collaboration and communication happening inside of your tool? Do you want people to be leaving your tool every time they want to talk to each other, or would you like them to be doing it right inside of it? You want to keep their attention, keep their attention. Um, so it just it just makes sense if if I mean again this is not going to be obvious for everyone. Some someone might have something that's does that like they do a PDF exporter for a three D model. It's like who needs to collaborate in that? Okay, it's not not like everyone needs to do it, but for the majority of people, the tendency if you look around, the applications are becoming multi user real time collaborative. You see 
what's happened with, with Figma and how Adobe now wants to buy them and pay that huge amount for it. What's the big difference? It's the real-time collaboration. Look at tools like Miro. It's all real-time collaboration. What's the difference with, with Notion? It's all real-time collaboration. So people are coming to expect this idea. People online in Slack the whole time because they need to be collaborating all the time. This idea that everybody's remote and just constantly collaborating is um, it's here to stay and it's going to be expected from applications going forward. So if you have anything where people are making asynchronous decisions, you could optimize that by turning it into synchronization, a synchronized decision and, and, and presentation. Um, and I think and people should really be thinking about it. Maybe it's not something they want to do tomorrow, but it, it, if, if you're a product manager and you have a tool that, use, that people use for selling, for presenting, for designing, um, you should be thinking about how you can get your users to be collaborating. And, and why the Supervis SDK for adding those features? So if you, if you have a, pro, a program that has uh, three-dimensional spatial coordinates, whether it's reality captures, or two, I mean, they're, they're really, like we, we, we're the best out there <laughs> without, without um, uh, selling ourselves too much. It's, it's, it's really, we've done a really good job, not because this is our first product. Remember, we've been doing this for a couple of years as the instant meeting. And we've taken all this tech that we've been building up over the past two or three years and just brought that to the SDK and made it available to the rest of the world. So you'd be leapfrogging all this development time. So anybody, first of all, I don't, I don't know of other company out there that has the full feature rate that we have for you to be able to add it. If you just want to add a video conferencing layer, fine. You have options out there. Not, not too simple, but you can probably do it. But if you want to add the synchronization and collaboration layer natively inside your application inside three-dimensional space, and the plugins, um, it, it, you, should, do you, you should really consider taking a close look at Supervis because um, uh, that's what we build. We build it to be the best best option out there at the, at the best value for doing something like this. And uh, is there a question, Tommy, that I haven't asked you that I should ask? Um, no, not as I can come up with. Russ, is there a question that I haven't asked you that I should ask? Um, no, I think it's been pretty clear. Uh, and if you have a question or if anybody has a question, we're really easy to get a hold of. If you go to the Supervis site and you contact us, uh, you can ask for Tommy or myself and we'd be happy to answer any questions. So, uh, uh, and, and I noticed on the uh, supervis.com forward slash SDK, uh, web page is the opportunity to set up a meeting. So if you're yep. you're at the point to say, oh, okay, but I still have questions, uh, you you can uh, go book uh, a meeting, uh, superviz.com forward slash SDK. And that would be a logical next step would be one of two things, either go ahead and set up a Superviz uh, SDK account, get your free mm -hmm. minutes, dive in. And, or set up a meeting, a one-on-one -on -one to specifically talk uh, uh, Supervis SDK uh, um, with you all or a member of your team, uh, yep. uh, such as um, Mar Marcelo Franco, who's doing a lot of Supervis SDK calls. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, I, I think what I would like to do is, is have one last um thought from you is to take, Russ, take us back up to the big picture of the Supervis vision ab about this 
virtually meeting, presenting, collaborating, teleportation. To, yeah. to, that, 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 that there's, there's this big picture vision that to help put somebody over the top to say, this is like essential to build this in to your yeah. platform. Yeah, the genesis of, of Supervis has always been this idea that, um, you know, we, we're projecting ourselves virtually through all content and this idea of everyone being remotely, the idea that we should also be able to get a sensation of being somewhere together without having to physically go there. You know, we're, we're, how can we create a sensation? You mentioned a teleportation machine that runs in a browser. So uh, the idea that we can have multiple realities and reality captures or 3D models uh, that we sort of go in and out of as if we're uh, meeting remotely virtually in these spaces as if they were browser tabs in, in on the internet, you know, so you can be in many places at the same time. How can I quickly teleport to a construction site in New York and then walk in the apartment in, in Italy that I'm going to be renting over the weekend? And how can I do that with everyone else? This idea of, of being able to flow easily uh, back and forth between remote spaces and design spaces and really make it feel like you're there. How do we reduce the friction? The idea that, you know, yeah, it's just this idea of like making it really easy to, to, to move around virtually anywhere and make it feel like you're actually there together with people. And there's just so, there's so many ways that's going to be used we see in the future, whether it's education, teaching people, training, selling, presenting. Um, to be able to just really quickly click a button and be somewhere, with, be somewhere with someone. It just seems like something that humanity is definitely moving towards. Awesome. Uh, Russ, Tommy, thanks for being on the show today. Great. Always fun. Thank you. Thanks, We've been Thank visiting with Superviz co-founder and CEO, Russ Rive, and Superviz Vice President of Engineering, uh, Tommy uh, Lund Lunderstrom, and uh, I'm Dan Smagrod, founder of the We Get Around Network Forum, and you've been watching WGAN-TV live at 5.